Big news! Get your Unreasonable Doubt merchandise on an online store. The link to that store is on my social media platforms, and it's in this episode description. It's powered by Dire Prime Creative Group. Buy something in the month of November. Get the checkout. Type in the code UNREASONABLE, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. Check it out! Podcast swag! Now here's the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Two and oh. Two and oh. Hello. Two and oh. That rhymes. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode two. Pittsburgh. Oh, I already told you we won the game. By we, I mean WVU. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook page. Find it for Unreasonable Doubt. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt WV at gmail.com is the email address. How about that? Last season. West Virginia won zero true road games. They won at other places. You know, they beat St. Joseph's at Myrtle Beach. They won some games in the Big 12 tournament. So they won away from Morgantown. But going to somebody else's home court didn't happen. You got to go back to February of 2018. West Virginia's last true road win. The now the last one was November 15th, 2019, because West Virginia tonight beat rival Pittsburgh 68 to 53. Was it great to watch if you had no interest or care about WVU or Pittsburgh and just like basketball? No, it was not a fun game to watch. Was it a great watch as a WVU fan? Yeah. <laughs> Woo. It was a close one. 36 to 35 at the half. It was a game of runs in the first half and a game of whistles. Okay. So many whistles. So many fouls. Uh, very hard to watch as a product. Okay. Jermaine Haley got two fouls within one minute of play. Okay? <laughs> uh, Pitt was shooting bonus free throws with 13 minutes left in the first half. And both teams were shooting bonus free throws with a little under 13 minutes left in the first half. So that's just rough to watch, okay? but. 
MVP of this game. Uh, spoiler alert, he's a McDonald's All-American. Oscar. Weird start. Not weird start, but not a great start in his first game at home. Goes to Pittsburgh, scores 20 points, and has 17 rebounds. And has commentators <laughs> during waiting for free throws. Oscar's, you know, uh, looking to get a rebound. And they're commenting on, hey, that's a freshman. Look at that guy's arms. And that guy was dominant and played a lot of minutes. And he did great. I'm concerned defensively a little bit. Looks a little slow on the defensive side. But offensively, he can get rebounds. And he's got some polished post moves that I wasn't expecting. And Pittsburgh's small, okay? Let's, let's, it's not a big team, okay? So I've talked in the past about Baylor having the Monstars. WVU like, looked like the Monstars tonight because they looked way taller than Pittsburgh. Everybody did. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed being the Monstars in the Space Jam equation for a change. Also, for a change, West Virginia. They had a couple of scoring droughts here and there, but no 50-burger from the opposite team. In fact, Pittsburgh scored 18 points in the second half. They only made three field goals. They shot three for 25 in the second half, 12% shooting. (laughs) And that's atrocious. And that's at home. Okay, yes, they lost to Nickel State at home, but they also lost to West Virginia at home. So that happened. That makes me happy. That makes you happy. Who else had a good game? Emmett Matthews Jr., a quiet 17 points and eight rebounds. All right, I mean, I said Emmett Matthews was quiet the first game. He's very steady. I feel like we know what we're getting from Emmett Matthews two games in. Very much more confident with his three-point shot, which is great. And also, uh, very confident getting to the rim. His dribbling is better. His shot is better. He had 11 points in the second half. Eight rebounds. Because Culver sat a lot with foul trouble and just had an off night. And that's the thing. I could talk about the guys who had an off night, okay? I could talk about Taz Sherman not making a shot in the first half. But what I can counter with is all of the contributions that gave West Virginia the victory. I told you, I told you about Oscar. I told you about Matthews. Jermaine Haley, as I mentioned, played less than one minute in the first half, got two fouls, played a lot of the second half. Had seven rebounds. Good defensively. When Pittsburgh was pressing, you have another guy that can bring the ball down the court. Sean McNeil. Three threes in the first half. The shot robot was on. He ended up with double-digit scoring. Brandon Knapper. No turnovers. Productive minutes from Brandon Knapper. I mean, it's two games in, but Huggins is playing almost everybody. 
on his bench. He played 11 guys again tonight. And if if you don't have it, because not everybody has it every night. Only the greats have it most of the time. Okay? But this team, again, two games in, but just my impression is that you can have a couple of guys struggling and still have eight to nine players that are going to give you solid contributions. West Virginia had only 12 turnovers. Four of those turnovers were by the guards. Only four. We played lots of guards. Those guards only turned the ball over four times. Out-rebounded Pitt by 15. I got so many stats, okay? And I won't bore you with all of them. I'm just saying this was something we didn't experience at any time last year. Pitt, again, I don't know how good they are, <laughs> but they're in the ACC. And West Virginia would have not, West Virginia would have taken a one point lead at halftime. And then if this was last season, they would have had the struggle scoring. And would have, and the Pittsburgh would have, the crowd would have stayed in it, and uh, West Virginia still could have won this game, but you don't feel as good about it. This team, uh, this team versus Pittsburgh, uh, they every four minutes after each timeout, West Virginia had scored more points in each four minute interval versus Pittsburgh in the second half. And they only shot, they shot under 40% for the, for the game, okay? So it's not like they were killing it offensively. But the, here's the main thing. Uh, Pittsburgh has, uh, their leading scorer coming in was the guy Murphy, okay? And Murphy had a good contribution in the first half. Second half, this is what WVU can do this year. Are they great at defense, WVU? I'm not, they're not great. And you know they're not great. And I know they're not great. But here's what they can do. Hey, and this is a Huggins classic. Classic move by Huggins. Hey, uh, whichever guy we're going to choose, uh, we don't want you to score. And so they put Matthews on Murphy. Murphy is definitely uh, shorter than Emmett Matthews. Jermaine Haley, hey, go guard Murphy. You're way taller than Murphy, and you can hang with them. And so Murphy only made two free throws in the second half. And those are the kind of Bob Huggins, West Virginia things that we didn't see last year. I'm not going to pick on people, but there was not a time last year where WVU, Bob Huggins could say, hey, hey, that guy, we don't want him to score. He couldn't do that last year. It couldn't happen. I'm thrilled. West Virginia 2-0 on the season. Beat a rival on the rival's home court. Good WVU fan showing. Very loud in the, in the late stages of the game. Doing WVU chants. Drowning out the Pittsburgh crowd. All you could ask for in a game. Now, if you didn't, again, nobody's flipping around to the channel and be like, Oh, WVU Pittsburgh. This is interesting. Whistle, whistle, whistle. Phantom foul, phantom foul. Touch foul. All right, I can't I can't watch this. <laughs> I was glued to the TV set. 
Random thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime is in the business of making you a design. That's what they do. They come up with a design. You're you're good at scribbling. Maybe you're good at sketching. Doodling. That's not design. That's fun. Don't stop doodling. But if you need a good, sharp design, or what, whatever design you want, Dire Prime can help you with that design. Maybe you have a bowling league. Maybe you have a nonprofit. Maybe you're starting a charity. You need to have a look that's the face of your company. Besides your physical face, like the design face of your company, Dire Prime can help you with that. Contact them. See how they can help you. Put your design on over 1 million promotional products. Call or text 304-767-4445, direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dire Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Is it too early to compare WVU's roster this season to the Cheesecake Factory menu? <laughs> Am I getting ahead of myself? I try not to get ahead of myself. Try to keep perspective. I'm a worrier. But let me explain what I'm talking about here. Have you been to the Cheesecake Factory? This is not a fresh idea. I'm not the first one to tell you this because you've been to the Cheesecake Factory. You know what's going on. The menu is 45 pages long. All right. And maybe everything on that menu is good. But you can't say you don't have options. Okay. Lots to choose from. Scientifically, it would take you five months, twice a day, to order everything that's on the Cheesecake Factory menu. All right, somebody did that. I don't think so. Don't Google that, all right? Is everything the same quality? No. But you can find in those five months of meals, you're going to eat well every day, all right? You're going to enjoy what you had <laughs> every day. Now, last year, WVU's menu was limited, all right? And the and the ingredients, let's compare the ingredients to defense. The ingredients not very good. So no what no matter what <laughs> no matter what they served up, uh not quality ingredient ingredients. These these are things that are that have been frozen, uh not fresh. And so it, that's that's what the product was last year. This year, the ingredients defense, two games in. They've already given up a 50 burger, speaking of food. But if you hold any team to 18 points, that's an improvement in defense, okay? So better ingredients, okay? And let's say what Pittsburgh did. They threw a 2-3 zone at WVU. First thing in the game. Now, last year, West Virginia's recipe against a 2-3 zone uh the menu options were very limited. It was more of a five guys menu. Like six things to choose from, okay? And really, it was, we can't make three-point shots. 
Uh, <laughs> hey, Derek Culver, I hope you get the rebound and then you can score it. This year, and what happened in this game, WVU was missing three-point shots, but not only do they have Culver down there, they also have Oscar and a stronger Emmett Matthews and a stronger Jermaine Haley. So you got four very tall guys that can get rebounds so that if if one guy shoots it, there's a good chance that three of those tall guys are going to be close to the rim, not be blocked out, get the rebound and score. And so you you can score in a zone by just having somebody throw it up and hit the rim. And you have multiple options for that. And then you bring the shot robot in against a 2-3 zone. And he can put shots in. And Matthews, improved three-point shooter. Chase Harler didn't make a three tonight, but has that capability. Brandon Knapper. Jordan McCabe. Again, more experience, more confidence in shooting. You have options against a 2-3 zone. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. I enjoy the Cheesecake Factory. I like having a a menu with an index. (laughs) And so hopefully, with the defense ingredients being a little bit better this year and having more options to choose, it's going to make the defense tougher from the opposite side as far as how they're going to guard WVU. So I like that. Another thing that I like. I've got the I've got a lot to like from this game. Another thing. We've talked about how Emmett Matthews uh looks taller, looks stronger, more confidence with shooting. Seems very reliable working within the flow of the offense. Sophomore Emmett Matthews will also <laughs> Here's what he did in the second half. He was getting under people's skin. And this one was just a weird one. Emmett Matthews, he played a little bit of of chess here. Late in the game, Pitt got fouled. And that, I mean, that doesn't narrow it down. Pitt got fouled, uh, by my count, 285 times. But this particular time, Emmett Matthews anticipated where Pittsburgh's pre-free-throw huddle was going to be. And he stood where he knew they were going to huddle. It was so weird. He stood there, anticipated the huddle. The huddle came. All five Panthers gather around him. So is that is that Emmett Matthews being an instigator? There's so much, you know how big a a basketball court is. You can have that huddle somewhere else. There's nothing in the rules that says you have to, (laughs) you have to do your pre-free throw huddle right in front of the free throw line or right under the free throw line. Emmett Matthews anticipated the huddle, stood in the middle of it, and made all of the Panthers uh, very angry. Which is weird. And that's on them. You know what? That's on you guys, Pit Panthers. <laughs> Pick another spot to huddle. But it worked in our favor. So that's a that's a that's a game sportsmanship chess move 
by Emmett Matthews, <laughs> anticipating the huddle and standing right in the middle of it. So you had Chase Harler instigating in the Akron game, Emmett Matthews instigating this game. Matter of fact, later on, he reacted bad to a foul. And I don't know why anybody would react bad to a foul in this game. And got a technical foul, and he fouled out. Uh, But the game was already in hand. And I'm so in my head and so distraught from last season that I'm receiving texts from friends when when West Virginia is under five minutes to go, up 17 points, and I don't want to respond to texts because because of 2018-19. I'm just like that period as far as feeling like I have no control over what's happening in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I feel like if I answer texts of a, uh, that are texts that are in the, we're definitely winning this game when the game's not over yet. I feel like I can't, (laughs) I, if I answer that, then that's going to spark some kind of run. And yet, uh, the game was in hand. My friends were right to text. So the second game of the season, having a game in hand, let me be clear. I'm not answering that text until I feel like I answered the text with seven seconds left in West Virginia (laughs) and West Virginia up 13. That's when I felt confident that WVU is going to win. And that's a me problem, right? Um, But... They had it in the bag. <laughs> Dude, WVU's 2-0. Dudes and ladies. Have I told you WVU's 2-0? Final thoughts coming up. Promanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Huge screens, huge deals, and way better than sitting on your couch. Download the Permanente Brothers app and score big all season long. All you need to do is download the app, scan your receipt, and you'll start earning points with each dollar you spend towards free food and awesome deals. Permanente Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. One critique of tonight's game. (laughs) And it's something that happened in the last game. I didn't talk about it as much. I use, you know, I use KenPom.com. All right. Ken Pomeroy's website for just overall team rankings where he has teams offensively and defensively. I use college basketball reference quite a bit to get just statistics So I guess if I'm going to find something like this, it's going to be more like college basketball reference. Here's a stat I'm looking for. Is there another team that misses more one to three footers than WVU? I feel like this happens, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Let me know. Hey, Josh, you're way off base. 
But tonight, West Virginia shoots 38%, under 30%, or shoot, under 40%. So many rebounds. And some of that is because we're getting the rebound and shooting it and missing it again and then getting the rebound. Layups, missed. Shots, turn around, shoot it. Within three feet, miss it. I'm not complaining. I'm just asking, do other colleges experience this issue of where it seems like (laughs) from four to 18 feet, a team has a better shooting percentage than zero to three feet? Is that a thing? Two games to go on. But really, since Bob Huggins has been coach, we just seem to miss a lot of short shots. And I don't get that. And I feel like it's happening. I want to be wrong on that. But, uh, great win. 2-0. And we're 2-0 despite missing... 30 shots, two feet and closer. (laughs) That's way too much. But um, I want to be wrong on that. I want to be wrong on lots of things. And so far I'm wrong on tempering my expectations. Two games in. I'll I'll try to keep tempering them. There's got to be balance in life, right? That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Listen on Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify. Listen on Breaker. Listen on Pandora. Listen on a little something called CastBox. Wherever you're listening, subscribe to the podcast. That helps this podcast. Leave a review. That helps this podcast. Sometimes it'll just pop up and say, do you want to rate this podcast five stars? You say, yeah, five stars. Whatever that process is, give it the highest rating. Do that for me. Those are all nice things to do. The next game for WVU, quick turnaround. Monday, November 18th, 7 p.m. versus Northern Colorado. So the first directional school that West Virginia plays this season. Northern Colorado, don't know anything about them. They're 230th in the Ken Palm rankings. And their leading scorer, his first name is Bodie. So I will try to limit the point break references in the next episode. (laughs) I don't know why I'm so focused on names. I'm trying to get away from that. But also, I see Bodie. And I need to tell you about it. Anyways... West Virginia has a chance to go 3-0 podcast after the game. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt WVU for the 2019-2020 season. They're 2-0.